Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs who all want. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Bill McPherson, Franchise Executive of PostNet, and which started as a simple packing and shipping business in 1993, has proudly grown into a printing and shipping solutions franchise, providing strong local partnerships to private consumers and small businesses for over 25 years. I'm going to talk to Bill about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Bill McPherson, Franchise Executive of PostNet. And what started as a simple packing and shipping business in 1993 has proudly grown into a printing and shipping solutions franchise, providing strong local partnerships to private consumers and small businesses for over 25 years. Hi, Bill. How are you? Welcome back to the show. Good morning. I appreciate it. Good to hear you. 
Thank you, Bill. This is my pleasure. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Bill? Um, just north of Denver, Colorado. Oh, fantastic. It must be a nice time of year to be in Denver, right, Bill? Yeah, the last month has just, just been gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. That's, that's terrific. Maybe, you know, you know PostNet has, has a long history, so it would be probably impossible to cover the, the whole history, but, you know, maybe we can kind of go back to the beginning and talk about, you know, some of the highlights of PostNet, you know, over the last, you know, 25-plus years, Bill. Yeah, so as you mentioned in the intro, it was started uh, in the early 90s, 1993, by two gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's funny, now that I'm with the brand uh, many years later, I actually know these two gentlemen uh, for many years in franchising. So I've known them for years, yeah. and then our paths crossed about three years ago. But uh, started in 1993, and then the brand was purchased by uh, MBE Worldwide in 2017. Mm-hmm. That's our parent company. Right. And MBE Worldwide is a family-owned business, started business in Milan, Italy, and today they have about six brands totaling 3,000 franchise locations wow. in 50 countries. That's amazing, Bill. What, what does that mean, Bill? I mean, when something like that happens, you know, when, you know, PostNet becomes part of, like, the NBA, NBA worldwide family, what, what does that do for the franchise? Well, you know, from a, from a leadership standpoint, um, efficiency, economies of scale, sharing mm-hmm. the best practices, it, it's yeah. just been phenomenal, you know. Think about buying power. All of the brands that are part right. of the MBE family are all related to pack and ship and print and marketing. So from a buying power standpoint, we can leverage that with all of our brands when we, when we deal with vendors and so forth because we're, we're negotiating on behalf of, on behalf of 3,000 franchise locations. What do you, you know, you have a long history in franchising yourself, Bill. What do you, it seems like, and you're drawn towards this industry. What is it you like most about this industry? You know, all of our brands, I, I'm in charge of PostNet and then Alpha Graphics, our sister company, and but all of mm-hmm. our brands are really involved in the community and yeah. helping helping businesses of all types thrive. And if you think about right. it, that's the backbone of this country is small businesses. And right. so our brand helps small businesses succeed, and that's that's really gratifying. PostNet is, is, is a strong brand name. Uh, how do you typically describe the, the PostNet franchise? I mean, if you're meeting with a prospective franchisee bill, like let's say it was at a franchise show. Well, one of the things that's going to dovetail into probably, you know, how we, uh, how we thrive during the pandemic is we are mm-hmm. an essential business. And so yes. an essential business um, providing services for pack, ship, print solutions for all types of businesses. Now, Initially, PostNet started with kind of the smaller micro-businesses, and that's still a lot mm-hmm. of our bread and butter today. But with the advent of technology and our different marketing solutions, you know, we can service all different types and sizes of businesses. What's interesting about the industry, Bill, and I, I think you and I may have even spoken about this a couple of years back, is like, I mean, how the industry has changed over, you know, the last 20, 30 years. I always remember this industry, like, I always remember, like, you know, a Kinko's or something like that, you know, and it seemed like it was surrounded with, like, you yeah. know, consumers mostly, and, and there's been that shift yeah. over the last, you know, several decades, right? It seems like it's more a B2B model, isn't it? It is, and so the what we term the micro-businesses has grown phenomenally over the last 10 years. Uh, when you look at what a micro-business is, kind of, a, you know, entrepreneurs that maybe aren't part of a large organization but trying to branch off on their own, well, think about all the needs that they have from a print, marketing, pack, ship, and especially, right. you know, the last year and a half when people have been off and on locked down, they still yep. need to do business. And so yeah. when they're working from their homes or not in their offices, they need more pack and ship and different marketing solutions. 
What's great today, Bill, is I guess, you know, is, is the consumer doesn't necessarily have to come to to the brick-and-mortar location anymore, do they? I mean, they could pretty much do business with you, you know, right from, from their home, couldn't they? Yeah, I mean, as far as a lot of their design or, or, or help, uh, us helping them create their solution, a lot of that can be online and e-commerce and so forth. But um, we'd still, like you say, still have the brick and mortar. So if it is, right. you know, packing for the holidays, shipping for the holidays, then they have a convenient location to go to in their community. What types of characteristics do you look for? What's important to you um, when, when you're meeting with prospective franchisees, Bill? Well, like you say, the industry has changed and the models changed over the mm-hmm. last several years. So I, I would say, you know, always great customer service, but more and more, the ability to be involved in the community. So they're yeah. not just relying on they're not just relying on consumers to walk into that brick and mortar facility at you know after ten AM in the morning. So right. being involved in the community, networking, uh, building relationships with decision makers at companies. I think we look for owners also that um, are great team build- builders um, yeah. and that take pride in the you know they we want them to take pride in delivering solutions for right. their customers so that that customer keeps coming back and that customer refers somebody else to PostNet. Training is always important to, you know, any new franchisee. What's the training like today? But we had, last time, I looked it up before I did this interview with you today, and last time we had PostNet on the show, I think it was like about 12 years ago. So I imagine there's been a lot yeah. of changes since then. So what's what's the training like today, Bill? It has changed, and I think for two main reasons. One, because of COVID and how we've had to look at online training. But two, right. uh, we have a, just a phenomenal VP president of learning and development that came from the Alpha Graphics side that's also now supporting the PostNet side. And so he, he and his team have put in place, you know, very extensive training, both online and person. They basically, a new owner goes to about 20 hours of online pre-training. Then that's followed up by that's followed up by seven and a half days in Denver at our world headquarters. And then the third phase of training is what we call certified center or on-site training as they prepare for their soft and grand opening. So it's very extensive. That's great. You, you mentioned uh, COVID, Bill, you know, and it's, it was hard to do a show last year without, you know, talking about COVID. What was interesting for PostNet, I was reading that you were able to see 7% growth uh, throughout the pandemic. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that, you know, how you were able to accomplish that. Yeah, well, one, because we still are deemed an essential business. That's, right. That's certainly helped. And, you know, as I mentioned, more people working from home, they're still needing to do business, and that typically means more pack, ship, printed marketing materials, different printed marketing materials. So uh, that bode very well for the PostNet brand during the first full pandemic here. I don't know a lot of brands that can say that they had same-store sales during 2020. Right. No, absolutely. And, and as, as I mentioned to you, it was, it was you know, tough doing the show last year, you know, because then we did interview a lot of, you know, brick-and-mortar, you know, franchises, and, you know, and, and they struggled yeah. a bit, you know, so it, it, was, yeah. it was a tough time. Um, what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since being part of, of the PostNet brand, Bill? Does anything, you know, stand out? You know, the last year and a half, seeing the um, the resilience of our franchise owners. Mm. You know, when this yeah. when this pandemic started, they worked very closely with us to pivot on marketing solutions. Talk about how to, how do we even improve our customer service, uh, maintain right. uh, great relationships with customers. 
our franchise owners just were so resilient and just, you know, worked with us at, at the H, on the headquarters team to get through this. And not only get through this, but have same-store sales growth. But one of the things I wanted to go back to is, I mean, you've been in franchising such a long time now, you know, so obviously, you know, you, you believe in franchising, you know, and I was thinking about, you know, COVID, it, it, it must have been nice or, or given your franchisees some sense of security, right? I mean, that they weren't alone. There's that great tagline, you know, being in business for yourself, but you're not by yourself. And I think about, you know, having all those franchisees kind of supporting each other, that must have been very important. Uh, so what do you like most about franchising, Bill? Well, it's like you just said. I mean, it's that partnership between the franchisee and the franchisor, and that's a very delicate balance, right? Yeah. Because right. the franchisor is, earn, is earning a royalty based on the sales of the franchisee, and it, it becomes harder, I think, over time for the franchisor to maintain those types of relationships with their franchisees. The management team that's in place now as a result of the acquisition by MBE Worldwide and a, pretty much a whole new management team here in Denver across both brands. It, it's it's truly the best I've ever worked with in 30 years in franchising, and, and I've been blessed to work for some great brands. Right. The management team that's in place now, they get that. They work with their franchisees. We, we don't always get it right. We don't always have the answer that they want, but, but as a management team, we look through the lens of what do we need to do to make it right for our franchisee. This is a small business owner that's put everything on the line, how do we make it right? How do we solve the solution for our franchisee? What I love about your business model, Bill, is that your franchisees, they get to be part of the experience of another small business. As you mentioned, you know, a lot of their clients are small businesses, you know, and, and that must be, a, you know, a wonderful experience because they essentially, you know, they become partners to, you know, these, these other businesses, which I think is important. And you mentioned, you know, probably I imagine like a typical day is you mentioned networking is, of course, very important. So I imagine, you know, somebody probably should be a little bit more extroverted, you know, than introverted, um, you know, in becoming a, a PostNet franchisee. Um, what are some other aspects of like a typical day, Bill, as, as a PostNet franchisee? Well, especially in the last couple of years, I mean, it's very fast-paced. Um, yeah. You know, obviously as, we're, as, obviously, as we're coming up to the holiday season, there's a seasonality a little bit to the business with holiday sure. shipping. But very, right. very fast-paced, you know, solution selling, consultative, being creative. A lot of times when a customer comes in, either to ship something, pack something, or create something from a printed marketing standpoint, they don't quite know what they need. So that's where yeah. that consultative approach comes mm. in. Yeah, that's well said. What, because you've been in the industry such a long time, I mean, I have to ask you, Bill, I mean, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? You know that, you know, there's, there's so many different systems out there. I've seen numbers like 2,500 systems, 3,000 systems out there. So, I mean, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Well, excuse me, I think it's more important than ever to make sure that you talk to a fair amount of owners, you know, what we call mm. validation. Yeah. We, we usually guide we usually guide prospects to talk to at least six, but, you know, talk to as many owners as you feel comfortable with. Those are the people on the front lines. Those are the people right. that have the experience with the franchise or over the time. Those are the people that have been through COVID. So talk to owners, thoroughly review the disclosure document, the FDD, mm -hmm. look at the track. You know, look at the track record of the franchisor, the management team, um, you know, how they've dealt with franchisees in the past. Look at our arbitration and litigation in, in that FDD. That tells right. a lot. But if, if they do all that, I think the franchise prospect, then they'll get to a point where they feel, and they should feel before they mm -hmm. sign, 
that it's a win that it's a win win partnership. That yeah. that you know if they're successful as a franchisee, then the franchisor is successful. And if they really feel that way going through the whole process, then as you know, it very very rarely fails because then you have a win win right. partnership. Right. Absolutely. So. I can ask you the last question, Bill. I mean, where do you see PostNet if you can look into a crystal ball maybe, you know, three years, five years down the road? It still it sounds like there's still there's room for plenty of growth, isn't there? So where do you see the organization? Well, yeah, it kind of ties back to, you know, the, the, the new ownership now and all the different brands. We're in a position now and what we're doing is leveraging best practices across some of the other MBE brands. So when right. you have 3,000 locations across six brands, you know, we can look at what's working at Alpha Graphics. Let's apply that to PostNet. What's working at right. PostNet? Let's apply that to Alpha Graphics. So leveraging best practices, I think we want to stay true to being extremely selective on who we award PostNet franchises to mm-hmm. because, right. you, know, not, not, you know, just because Marty has money and there's a market doesn't mean he gets sure. a franchise. So being very right. selective on who we award to. And then, you know, continuing to look forward to the next 30 years as the leader in, in pack and ship and print. That's terrific. What's the best way, Bill, for our listeners to get more information on PostNet? Of course, as the franchise opportunity, but even the service itself. Are there any websites you want to kind of plug and, and, and direct our listeners to? Yeah, so on the service side, you know, PostNet.com, just like it sounds. And then for franchise opportunities, we have a separate site, PostNetFranchise.com. So PostNet.com and then PostNetFranchise.com. That's fantastic. Well, I, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you again, Bill, and having you back on the show. And I'd like to already invite you back over the next couple of years as, as, as PostNet continues to grow with the NBA brand because I think you have a very strong brand and, and a strong franchise opportunity. But it's been a pleasure and be safe. Thank you, Bill. Likewise. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. 
Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the President of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes and lessons on our show. And if you go to our About Us page on FranchiseInterviews.com, you'll take notice on why we started the podcast and radio show, Franchise Interviews, and it suggests that every business has a story. And that's really been our experience in doing all of these podcasts and radio shows, is every show we do, You'll notice that every franchisor, every franchisee has an amazing story related to franchising. Today's Great Quote in Franchising podcast comes from Tony Luffy. And Tony Luffy is the Chief Executive Officer of the Marlowe Investment Group. And the Marlowe Investment Group are franchise owners of some very popular franchise systems such as Little Caesars, Sizzler, Jack in the Box, Arby's, Church's Chicken, and most recently Sears Appliance and Hardware Stores. And Tony talks about the difference between opportunity and regret. There's another great quote uh, relating to opportunity. And again, we talk a lot about opportunity on a weekly radio show. It's said that luck is when opportunity meets preparation. But let's hear what Tony says about the difference between opportunity and regret. That we've been able to do in a, on a large scale. It's it's amazing. If you go back to the beginning, Tony, I mean, were your goals, <clears throat> I mean, today, I mean, you're, you're as large as like 200 plus units, but I mean, back then, I mean, when you go back to the beginning, I mean, w- was that your goal in the beginning or was this kind of like a, just like a natural progression over time? It's both. Um, both. Really, when, when I, in the early 90s, when I finally became a partner, a 10% partner of a small company, I wanted to get to 50 units before I turned 50. So I don't know if that goal was really feasible in my head, but that was the dream. Um, But the goal, the the most important part of it was I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I wanted to be independent, and I wanted to allow my ability to manage people and work with people to, to develop into something that was bigger. I didn't know the size uh, nor did I plan for it to be a you know a number of revenue, whether it's ten million or five million, whatever it was. Right, it was right. really finding a way to make a living and support my family at the same time, satisfying my personal need, which is to be an entrepreneur. Um, and and really, once that took place, it was more about the opportunities that came our way. And I always uh-huh. say, 
The difference between opportunity and regret is being ready. So if you're ready, you see the opportunity as an opportunity. Otherwise, you spend a lifetime regretting the fact that you missed the opportunity. So, so to me, it's about being ready. And I've always worked so hard to make sure that we are ready for whenever that opportunity came our way. That's fantastic. We have this um, <clears throat> great quotes and franchising uh, podcast. We're gonna we're gonna put that quote in there, Tony, if you don't mind. I, I think that's that is very powerful. Maybe we could talk a little bit about um, your company. I mean, the Marlow Investment Group. I mean, the if you'd like to hear that whole interview with Tony Luffy, all you have to do is go to franchiseinterviews.com, and you can go to our franchises listed alphabetically page, and simply go to the Marlow Investment Group, and you can hear that whole interview. Uh, we have that interview also in our About Us page, and you can go to franchise interviews by category as well, and go under the food category, because that's where most of Tony's franchises are um, located within his portfolio. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a tremendous success. It's amazing how many people have listened to the podcast over the years so um, it's really been wonderful and we'll see you again soon with another edition of great quotes in franchising from franchise interviews take care everyone franchise interviews from eastern pennsylvania to sydney australia you're listening to franchise interviews franchise interviews